Welcome to Try Try Again, a movie club. If you're not watching these movies with us, you should. It's fun. I'm Todd Perkins, and I'm joined as always by my co-hosts, the only member of our cast to ever wear a fedora, Stephen Comstock. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for this one, I'm going to give a story about her. One time I told her I didn't care for some food that she cooked. The next morning, I woke up to find my PlayStation broken inside a sack on my bed. Jessica Perkins. What? <laughs> that never happened, Lice. Hi. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> you see what I did there, though? You know? No, I don't. Really? You got to be joking. I, s- I really don't. Steven? It. I don't get it. <laughs> you guys both suck. How is it us that suck? <laughs> It has to do with the Godfather. Oh. My PlayStation was in a sack. It was broken. It was in my bed when I woke up. Now that you've explained it, I totally get it. Hilarious. I was also going to add that I was soaked in Mountain Dew Code Red, but I thought that was going too far. No, you just, you don't get it. (laughs) Okay. You don't get how to be funny. I wasn't planning on keeping any of that in, but I think I am. <laughs> this week we watched a slightly edited version of The Godfather for a buck using VidAngel. If you don't like edits, that's cool too. It's still a dollar. You can sign up at toddperkins.com slash vidangel, V-I-D-A-N-G-E-L. And you can enjoy cheap rentals and support the show at the same time. So let's go right in and talk about our reviews. Um, today I am most interested in hearing Jess's review. So Jess, I want you to start. Oh, really? Yes. All right. Uh, I gave it... Gosh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. The mafia is going to come after me. They probably are, no matter what you say. If you like it too much or too little, they're going to come after you. Yeah, you're dead for sure. Oh, my gosh. There's no getting out of this one. Uh, I hate to do this, but I gave it a 5.5. Oh, man. Ouch. It was awful, dude. Okay, first of all, I cannot get behind movies where... There is no single person in the movie that is a good person. Well, I I should change that. There is no main character in the movie that's a good person. And I just, like, the movie ended and I was like, wow, they are all terrible people. I guess if I was into, like, you know, American history and, like, the mafia and stuff, I'd I'd be like, oh, this is really cool. It's like, you know, kind of like a historical movie, but I just didn't like it. It was so long. Yes. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> that was a scientific and, fact. Not that uh, you wanted to kill yourself, but that it was long. <laughs> and there, it was so confusing. And the timeline was all over the place. At least I thought so. And there were no characters. Like I would start to like someone And then they'd do something, and I'd be like, that guy's a terrible person, too. Everybody just sucked. (laughs) I I can't get behind that. I'm sorry. Wow. Wow. I'm glad to hear that. All right. Steven, what do you got? Well, on the opposite end of the spectrum... I gave this movie a 9.25. Wow. How? <laughs> How? Oh my god. Oh I my thought gosh. the movie I, dude, I thought this movie was awesome. Awful. There there was never a part in the movie where I thought this is a movie. You know, yeah. it totally sucked me in. It felt like it it felt like it was history, but it's not. Huh. You know, it was just it was a it was a story about the mafia that somebody like made up, but it just felt real. Like it felt like if I was watching the mafia go to work, this is how it would be. Uh huh. And I just thought they just nailed it. The actors, I mean, the acting was just great. They all felt like they were in the mafia. I just thought they just did a great job. I thought the whole movie was awesome. The only reason I gave it a nine point two five instead of higher. It's because it was long. So it was, long. It was really long. <laughs> it took Holy a long time. Crap. <laughs> I actually, I actually read that like this, the studio, like Paramount or whatever, like they turned in like a hundred and thirty minute version of the movie, and they were like, "No, make it three hours long." <laughs> oh my Seriously? Gosh. What is wrong with you? It was a long movie. It was long, but man, I thought, dude, I I really liked it. I really liked it a lot. 
You know what's funny is I'm actually kind of surprised by that because you and I were kind of talking about it a little bit uh, a few days ago and uh, without trying to reveal what we thought about it. And you're kind of making all these jokes about it. And I was like, oh, man, I guess he didn't like it because you're kind of like making fun of it. And, and uh, well, that's funny. I fun of everything. Yeah, that's really true. Though. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very I knew, interesting. I knew Stephen was going to like it because I hated it. Like polar opposites. I gave it actually. This is the perfect example. I gave it a seven point (laughs) five. I mean, right in the middle. I, dude. Okay, if I were to describe this movie in one word, that it would be engaging. Yeah. Um, whether or not you like the characters, like I really wanted to know what happened. Like I do agree with Jess that like no one was really likable. Um, I ended up feeling like Michael was kind of likable, but then, you know, he turned to the dark side. See that, oh man, that's, that's what I love. That was part of what I really liked about it actually was, yeah. was the transformation of Michael, like yeah. not wanting to be a part of the family, but eventually just kind of giving into what's inside him, you know, it's yeah. already a part of him and he just kind of gives into it at the yeah. end of the movie. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I don't necessarily find a lot of satisfaction in that, I guess. But I had to see the rest of it at the same time. Like, yeah. it, it it was very long. Probably <laughs> twice as long as it needed to be. But it definitely did hold my attention the entire time. And the one thing that I, I did want to talk about that I kind of didn't like, which you guys are probably going to both be super surprised by this is the violence. Like it was, it made me so uncomfortable every time <laughs> they strangled a guy with a freaking wire. Yeah. Dude, and it that, took like what? 40 minutes for them to die. The, the re- I think the reason why the violence in this movie was a lot more disturbing than like, I don't know. We just watched Dare, uh, Die Hard, you know, and literally people were getting shot in the face and walking on glass. Yeah. But this movie, it felt like if you were to watch somebody die, this is what it would that's be exact. like. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you know? feel very uncomfortable. And that's how I felt. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Like, um, just people getting shot for way too long. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. ah, I hate watching this. Stop showing it to me. Um, that's why it was three hours there was an hour of a guy just getting shot <laughs> there was just one scene of a guy getting shot yeah <laughs> the outtakes of that movie are just hours and hours of dudes getting shot <laughs> the same guys that we saw so let's go to the next segment where we talk about specific parts of the movie and um, let's say you know what your favorite part was your least favorite part and we can kind of have a discussion about it Okay, well, one of, one of my favorite parts was actually the opening scene with the godfather at the wedding, you know, granting everyone their, uh, I don't want to say wishes, but their, um, you know, the things that they, that they wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I really liked just how the, the godfather, uh, Marlon Brando, was demanding the respect of the, uh, the mortician guy. And how he wasn't like, he wasn't mad at him, but at the same time, he was like kind of grilling him. Like, you know, you're coming to me, you, you pretend like you're asking me this big favor and, and we're not really friends. You've never, you know, you've never talked to me, basically. You never even invite me over for a cup of coffee. And yet you're asking me to murder somebody for you. And I don't know. I just, I, it, it, it creates this atmosphere for the movie where, uh, you can you get a sense of who the who Marlon Brando, the Godfather, who he is. Like, yeah, he's a he's a he's a businessman. Yeah, you know he and he and he he looks at everything from a business perspective, even if it is something as bad as murder. Yeah, you know, and and if you want his quote unquote business, you got to play the game, and the game is you know you do me a favor, I do you a favor. I liked that opening scene too. And he was my by far favorite character throughout the whole movie um, because I just loved how he wasn't super ruthless. Like he had a code, however like twisted it was when the guy like was asking basically for him to murder these two guys because 
they harmed his daughter, he was like, that's not justice because your mm. daughter is still living. And you know, he was like, I'll take care of them, but I'm not going to kill them. And I just thought that was interesting that even though he's like so morally corrupt, he had a, a code that he lived by. And I think that is what kind of made him one of my favorite characters through the whole movie is that everyone else was just kind of like, yeah, we'll kill this guy, we'll kill this guy, we'll do this and this. And he was just like, he really put a lot of thought into the terrible things he did to people. I was thinking about it, like, and I was just thinking of questions we could ask. And I was like, which godfather would you rather have as your godfather? And I was thinking, well, we're all going to say Vito because he really wasn't a terrible guy. You know, we never even saw him doing anything terrible. Mm -hmm. He threatened people. Uh, I mean, do we even have, did he, I mean, how many times in the movie did he have anybody killed? Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to have to disagree. I think he is a terrible person. You just, he just, I mean, just because you didn't see what he's done or they didn't show him do anything mean or bad in the movie, like you don't get to that position without getting your hands dirty or at least having the power to make other people get their hands dirty. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I think he did have like a, a little code of conduct, you know? like the He did. Well, like that's what I meant when I said he runs, he runs it like a business. He's not going to go out, just start shooting people because he can lose a lot of power and authority and money by, by recklessly going around hurting people. He does it very strategically and carefully and intelligently, and that's what makes him so dangerous. I still say he's a teddy bear. <laughs> I want him to be my godfather in real I mean, life. <laughs> I wouldn't say that he's a good guy, but compared to everybody else, you know. Well, I mean, but that's because he's at the he's at the top. Yeah, know? right. Every, and we haven't every, seen his rise to power and, and right. Michael's most evil. Well, I don't know. Michael's most evil stuff was part of it was him rising to power and assassinating those dudes. But also, Spoiler alert. yeah. <laughs> for five minutes from now what if people are watching along with the show todd (laughs) it's like watch us talk about it then pause that sounds so awful (laughs) if anybody does that let us know and yeah don't don't do just don't do that i don't encourage it definitely not (laughs) um but yeah like he did though he was ruthless on his way up and he was ruthless when he was the guy you know (laughs) people like massacred left and right so yeah but steven you were telling me that the Godfather Two is supposed to discuss a little bit of like the rise of Vito. Yeah, yeah, and I think, so I that think, might be an interesting. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard. I, I mean, I've never seen it. Yeah, uh, but I, from what I, I think I read that it kind of carries off from part one, and it shows Michael kind of continue. But then also at the same time, I, I assume it shows Vito's rise, like from he starts in like Sicily, yeah, and kind of his rise to power. So that's cool. That would be. Interesting. Yeah, that would be very interesting. Um, would you guys want to watch that? Not necessarily as an episode for a podcast, but would you watch it on your own? Oh, yeah. Too? I want to see it. Okay. Jess? I think it sounds cool. Uh, it depends on how long it is, too. <laughs> it's going to be three hours. There's no way yeah. it's not. No, yeah. then you watch it and give me the Cliff Notes version. Oh, man. I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> Steven, you watch it. All right. Uh, well, if it's an 11 out of 10, then tell me and I'll watch it. <laughs> well, from everything, also from everything I've heard, part two was the best one. Okay. Hmm. I, I mean, I got to say, though, I mean, Michael, like you see him at the party and he's like really disconnected from everything. It's almost like he kind of doesn't want to be there. And his rise was interesting. You know, if anything, it was interesting. Even if mm-hmm. you hate the guy, it was an interesting story. Yeah. You know, you got to say that. So I've seen more of that guy as the godfather. Is interesting to me. One of my favorite parts was actually a part that I totally knew was going to happen because if you're a a human being that has (laughs) lived in the last 40 years, then you've seen a million spoofs of The Godfather and you've heard references to it and you've heard things that sound like they're probably from The Godfather and you've heard people talk in the veto voice uh, and, and the offer you can't refuse, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, And so I knew that the horse head was going to end up in the bed. When I saw (laughs) this guy, I didn't know it immediately when I saw the horse, but when this guy woke up and he was like all like, you know, there was blood on him and I was like, oh, the horse head's going to be in a sack on his bed. It kind of makes me sad though, because because since 
I knew, and you guys both probably knew that that was coming. Like as soon as they showed the horse, he's like, "This is my prize horse." I was like, "Oh, that's the horse that's going to end up headless." Yeah, you know. As soon as as soon as he started talking about it, it felt. If I would have never have known about that scene and seen this movie, and then that happened, oh man, that would have been such a good scene. Yeah, Just seeing that guy wake up, and you know, if if I was watching this movie in the theater in nineteen. 19- 72 i think is when it came out 1970 yeah 72 then you know you're sitting there watching that and the guy wakes up and you don't really know what's going on because i mean it was like what the next day yeah he woke up yeah Yeah. i mean there was no way you're gonna see that coming yeah you hadn't seen you know if you hadn't seen spoof after spoof i didn't see it coming i i've never heard of that happening oh really Uh uh-uh what did you think of that i thought it was you know, I was surprised. This is going to, I don't want to offend people who are, anyways, I was surprised that the guy wasn't like stabbed and dead. Like I was like, oh, they just killed his horse. That's nice of him. You know, like <laughs> I thought he was going to be like, the, his legs were going to be chopped off and he's like feeling the blood and it's like, oh, those are my legs. But it was just his horse. I was, I mean, I, I like horses. I don't but- know. See, to me, that's that scene, it spoke, it spoke like volumes of the power that, that this family has. It was yeah. really creepy. It, it would have been. It would have been the easy way out to kill the guy, but that would have missed the point of what they were trying to do. They wanted they were trying to, show, to terrify him, right? They, well, they wanted to show basically you're going to do what we say because you have to. Yeah, and there's there's worse things than death. Yeah, you know. Well, there's and, there's Vito's thing too that he did. I guess there's his most violent action that he's responsible for, and I, you know he didn't do it, but he had it done. Right. What? But I just. The oh, head. The horse head? Yeah. Oh. But I think it's cool just because, first of all, they had that thing that they had, they did that all in one night. Yeah. You know? And then second of all, they were in their room, in his room while he was sleeping, put the head uh, in the room without him knowing yeah, about that's it. That's true. And left. And they could have, I mean, they could have done anything they wanted. And they, but they left the head. I mean, literally there was a guy that carried that head into his bed while he was sleeping. And put it in there with him. Yeah. And then also covered him in blood just for fun while he was right. <laughs> so it's just, I mean, it, it's, it's worse than just being killed in your sleep, I think. Yeah. I mean, you don't remember that. <laughs> because, I mean, you, now you're a lot. Yeah, you're going to remember that forever. And now you're going to do what you didn't want to do. Whatever it may be. Okay. The dude with the knife in the hand. You know, the guy that they send to go after the other guy. <laughs> Yeah, it's so hard to remember everybody's names. I know. Okay, let's let's talk about let's talk about the names for a second, okay? Because this is a, a point where I think the whole world needs to agree on and be critical of the Godfather for this reason is that it is so bloody difficult to keep track of all the names of the people in the movie and like all of these guys whose names sound similar. No offense, Italians, we love you guys, uh, but. It is so hard to keep track of so many different names. And I felt like they were kind of mumbly as it was. Uh, You know? uh, I had a hard time. Yeah, exactly. I had a hard time, like, understanding what they were saying when they weren't saying a bunch of Italian similar sounding names. (laughs) But my goodness, it was hard to follow. Yeah, it was really. And I feel like like the movie had to be three hours long because it was like... 2.5 2.5 hours where I was like, oh yeah, that guy, I remember him from before. And I recognize his Italian face from different Italian faces and <laughs> his Italian name from other Italian names. Like it was so hard yeah, to keep I mean, track of everything. I basically gave up trying to follow and remember who everybody was. It was And you still gave it a 9.25. I did. See that that was the funny thing. Honestly, when I after I first watched it, I was like, oh, I'll probably give this movie about an eight. But after I after I watched it and I was kind of milling over it and thinking about all the different scenes and and uh, you know trying to kind of piece in everything together, I don't know. It just it was great. It was I kind of want to watch it again, honestly, even oh though it was gosh. that long. <laughs> Go do yard work for your wife or something. You, <laughs> if 
three freaking hours. See, I feel like if I would have watched it again, I might have given it a higher score. But I was like, no way in crap am I watching that again. Like, that was torturous for me. Well, you know what Jess did is she actually looked up a bunch of stuff to just clarify a bunch of things. And, yeah, and sure did. it clarified a lot of stuff for me. And the plot was a lot more intricate than I had noticed because yeah. I didn't understand everybody's freaking name. Yeah, that was, yeah well, that was that, like I was saying. It was hard to follow. The names were difficult to remember, and because of that, the plot was difficult to follow. But yeah, it was it was almost like while I was watching it, it was this movie is beyond me. Like this, this is like it was so good. It was probably it was better than a movie I'm used to watching. It's a higher quality movie than I've watched before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and it's just, like you'd have to watch it. A, I think that's part of the the goodness of it is that you could like watch it again and you're going to pick up more stuff inevitably. And then by like the third or fourth time, it's like you get the entire thing. And there are a lot of brilliant parts of it. A lot of like setups and everything and double crossings that, you know, make a lot of sense when you, when you read about them or if you see it a bunch of times. Right. So yeah, it's like, the the complexity is like a weakness and a strength. I think it's a weakness if you don't pay attention to it, you know. But a strength if you're willing to like put the effort in of like, you know, writing down everybody's name, you know. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the guy with the when they when they send the dude to spy on the the drug selling dude, like the head of the drug selling family and they have that gigantic man and they're like, oh, go spy on this guy and see what he's up to. And then he goes, he tries to be all sneaky and subtle. And the dude just puts a knife like right through his hand. <laughs> Man. Ah. I don't really have much to say about that other than, geez, it was gross. <laughs> and it was so unexpected. I was like, yeah, oh, see, dude, that- big guy's going to get him. Big guy's going to get him. And then, <laughs> boom, knife in big guy's hand and he's gone. <laughs> I wish the names were that easy. Oh, big guy. I know. Yeah. Yes. Luca Brasi. Luca Brasi. <laughs> His name was Luca Brasi. Um, I actually read that that guy was like a former um, bodyguard for the real mob like mafia oh wow oh dang it looked like it and so like in the scene where he like in the beginning when he's making his request or just sending his regards i guess to the godfather at the wedding and he's like nervous and tripping up like he was actually nervous and tripping up over his lines because he was like meeting marlon brando and he wasn't like really an actor he was just this guy that actually was a mafia guy. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Speaking of mafia guys, um, did you guys see that Abe Vigoda recently passed away? I thought that was really yeah, interesting. They were talking about that on the radio. Dude, we need to stop watching movies. I know. It's like, <laughs> well, we, we, we chose to watch Labyrinth after finding out about David Bowie dying. So there's that. Uh, but right after we watched Die Hard, we find out that Alan Rickman had died. Yeah. yeah, so it's weird. But Abe Vigoda was a really old guy, so that's a different story. He was in his nineties. Yeah, he was. I think he was in his fifties when he recorded this movie. Yeah, yeah. So he was an old dude. So he lived a good life. So during the scene when Michael's in the restaurant with um, the guys from the other family who are trying to get his dad and their family in on the drug selling or whatever, um, they're talking to each other in Italian. And I was like, dude, where's the subtitles? Yeah. They're talking to each other for like five minutes. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're just not supposed to understand what they're saying. Yeah, I think that's what they were doing. And then, that, nope. And then I read oh. that like they were talking too fast or something and they couldn't get the, like, like it wouldn't work with the transcription or the subtitles up on the screen. Oh, so really? That oh, was really? Not, that's weird. It was not on purpose at all. What? I just assumed like this isn't important. And but they have like <laughs> if you look up online, they have the transcript of their conversation. It's just that they were talking too fast or something. So they mm. can So I was Wow. Okay. Seems like a pretty important scene if they want you to know what's happening to like make it work but all right whatever that's funny because i remember thinking oh that's weird that they're not doing the subtitles but at the same time i kind of could tell what was happening like 
you knew he was trying to convince him of what of something, and you could tell Michael was basically didn't even wasn't even listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, definitely. You could tell just by the look on his face, like he wasn't even he didn't even hear what the guy was saying, and he didn't care at all. He was just. But I I wasn't sure if he was actually going to shoot him or not. I didn't I didn't know either. I was like, Michael's a nice guy, you know. And then he goes to the bathroom and gets out the gun with their magic old timey bathroom plan and. <laughs> Blows the guys away, does a gun drop, and walks out slowly. Yeah, that was crazy. Awesome. That was a great scene. Yeah, man. You know what scene was not a great scene? Well, I mean, I mean, I guess it was a great scene because it made me feel things. But man, that guy beating on his wife. Oh was, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That sucked. <laughs> yeah. I was like so happy when Sonny was beating the crap out of him. I was like, yes. Yeah. And then like. Just a couple scenes later, he was beating the crap out of his wife. And I was yeah. Like, oh. oh. Yeah. Sonny beating the crap out of that guy. That was hard to watch too, man. <laughs> it wasn't like bloody or anything, but it was so long. It was yeah, so it was, long. It was an extended scene. Like we were saying, just... like you're saying, Stephen, like it was like watching a real life beating. Yeah. Well, that was the, the, the thing that made it unbearable was he should have stopped punching him like five minutes ago and he's still like just beating him. You yeah. know what I mean? Hitting him like, with the guy, a trash can. The guy was yeah. basically like unconscious and he's just still pummeling him. And yeah. you're just, oh my gosh, he's he's done. You can stop now. But he just, oh man. I liked it though. I thought it was great. <laughs> I was You like for everything. It to <laughs> <laughs> you like everything that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 almost like what would you have done? Yeah, yeah, and it's a success at making you feel something, you know. Like I felt bad for the guy; I felt disgusted what? watching him. Really? Well, I mean, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna confess I didn't understand why he was beating the crap out. Todd, Todd was really confused. He's like, "Remember that scene where he beats that kid?" And I was like, "You mean?" The girl's husband? <laughs> that kid? His his brother-in-law? He was so confused. No, dude. That guy was a douche. He needed... I felt bad because he got shot later. Yeah. That made me, that made me upset. Like, that was yeah. pretty sad. He was like... He was going over there to beat that guy again. I was like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Another, another beating for that jerk. And then he got shot. I was like, ah. Oh, so did yeah, you catch really that sucks. that dude set him up? Yeah. The whole thing was a setup. Yeah. That's see, that's one thing I didn't catch when I was watching that and just yeah, caught me it. Me neither. Well, I didn't catch it. I I read it. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't catch it. I mean, it looking back, it I should you should be able to understand that that's what happened because there's no way they would just like happen upon him at that yeah. certain point, yeah. you know. But, you know, once Michael killed him at the end, had or had him killed at the end, I I kind of figured it out. I was like, "Oh, he pretty much admitted like, yeah, I'm, you know, I was trying to help out this other family and yeah, whatever. So, um, but yeah, I was, I was, I was a little irritated that he got shot because I wanted him to go over there and beat that guy again. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's when you really want him to beat him is after you see him beating his wife, you know, and you're like, oh, dude, that guy needs a beating. Or at least like let him beat the guy up and then shoot him on the way back or something you know also that shooting was ridiculous that, yeah that was one of the parts where the violence really stood out to me i'm like dude stop shooting sonny it's i get i get it he's dead it was like 17 guys with tommy guns it was like it was it was like the beating that he gave the guy earlier in the movie except bullets <laughs> yeah, <instead of> exactly. <laughs> it was so long it was so many guys too <laughs> Oh, some of them were terrible shots, man. They're <laughs> shooting like six feet above him. <laughs> there had to be bullets everywhere, man. It's part of the fun. But it, it, again, it was interesting because, I mean, in a, in a current movie, it seemed like it would have been just blood everywhere. You know, in a, in a more recent movie, if somebody got shot like that, they, they would have been like blown apart. But in this, there, was, there really wasn't that much blood. It, it, there would be one guy and he'd shoot him a couple times and it'd be in slow motion and stuff and like all like that. But this was just like, yeah, 10 guys just putting holes in this dude. Yeah. And it, it just, and it made it feel more real. Like, you know, again, the, the, vi- the, the blood and stuff wasn't like over the top. You know, blood just like spraying everywhere and getting all over the floor. Like, I don't think if you got shot, it would be, it probably would have been like it was in this movie, I would assume. Yeah. You know, I don't think it would have been as graphic 
as you know some more current movies are, but at the same time, because it was less bloody, it was worse. It felt more real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same. So after um, what's his face, Michael shot the dudes. He had to bail out to Sicily, uh, and at that point, I realized that I really liked the soundtrack of this movie. I thought it huh. was it was perfect. You know. And and I I enjoyed watching. It. I mean, it was like part of me was like, really, like it feels like this is another movie that could have just started right now. You know, seeing Michael in Sicily, yeah, and everything. for sure. But um, I did enjoy those parts. I enjoyed um, how he persuaded that dude to have his daughter. Yeah, that was what that was, was his cool. line. It was something like, "Would you rather like have her lose a father, or would you rather gain a son?" Yeah. You know, that was that was cool because that was the first time you see him act like the Godfather. Yeah, you know he's really cool. He's really calm. He's you know he's articulate and intelligent. The way he handles the situation and and yeah. he convinces somebody to do something that they didn't want to do. Yeah, you know. So that's that was the first time where you see him like kind of step into his his father's shoes, which was which was cool. Yeah, but the the Sicily scene for some reason, I mean. Maybe I was off on my on how long I thought he was there, but exactly how long does somebody have a black eye? I, I <laughs> yeah. thought this. He had it for years. Thing. I think he, he had, had a black eye for like a year. He seriously did. Dude. I think he had a broken bone. I, I it had to be he that. He broke his jaw, but still, would it still be black? No, no I feel no, like no, it no, would no. have gone away. Yeah, that he was had it forever. Yeah. Well, did they reference him like having surgery or something like that? Because I think by the time he looked better, there was he might have had a surgery. Yeah, he did, but still, like, okay, you break your jaw, maybe it's still messed up, but it's not. Your skin isn't still black. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know. I don't know. Are you an expert on jaw breaking? I don't know. Todd, just trust me, okay? <laughs> well, I mean, look how bad Sonny beat that one guy. And yeah. he was fine like a couple days later. Yeah, that's true, that's true, man. He was fine. <laughs> I don't know. It just the, the black eye thing, like it threw me off every time I saw him. I was like, he's has I, he has he been there for a day or six months? I'm not sure because he still has a black eye, but he's like marrying this girl. Yeah, exactly. He like goes through the process of courting and marrying this chick, and he's still got a black eye. Oh man, how about speaking of that chick, how about her blowing up? Oh, that was, that was sad. So sad. I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, same here. I didn't either. Oh, sucky. And that guy, as far as we know, that guy just got away, right? I mean, the yeah, guy that I think did I it. read. I think I read in uh, the extended version of the movie. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, because uh, <laughs> there is but, a book. I know that there's a book about it. No, I think I think there is outtakes where he dies. Oh, like okay. Michael finds him and kills him. Oh, I was gonna say Michael didn't seem like the type who would let that slide. Yeah. Be like, hey, you killed my wife. I'm not going to get that mad about it. I have to marry a lesser wife. And- <laughs> <laughs> a lesser wife. See, I feel like I'm such a girl. I'm such a girl, but I just wanted the movie to like end with them being married happily ever after and like stay, you know? It turns into a romance movie. It and- just made me sad that she had to die and that. Like he had to turn evil and stuff. That's that's really it, it, that's part of why I really like the movie. Like it didn't follow the script of other movies. Like yeah. there wasn't just here's the good guy, here's the bad guys. The good guys are gonna win through trial and difficulties. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. gonna you know be happily ever after. It's like no, everything's kind of the lines are all blurred. You know, he marries this girl that he, you know, I'm sure he loved her, but. Yeah, I didn't see like Michael marrying Kay coming. I was like, okay, he's married to some other chick. He goes, he totally didn't really like Kay that much. And he goes back and then he's trying to date her all of a sudden. I was kind of thrown off by that a little bit. Mm. Yeah, it did seem a little weird. I wonder if, I wonder if it had something to do with him rising to power. Like he's supposed to be married. Like he's got a tradition. Yeah. 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 I could see that. Cause she kind of sucked. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it seemed like he didn't like her that much. That's what I got well, out of it. Well, I think I think who he was previously, he liked her, but who he turned into, she was she wasn't the best fit. You know, if if he was to stay like the returned war hero guy and kind of gone off and done his own thing, she would have been a good wife for him. But you know, because he kind of changed his role in life, 
he just kind of grabbed the somebody I think he knew would marry him. I, I I wanted to take a step back, and I did want to talk a little bit about the uh, the meeting with the fa- with the families. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a cool scene. It was I a really cool like scene that. because I mean these families are literally killing each other, and yet they they go in and they have a sit down discussion about how they should stop killing each other. <laughs> they you have some I mean? kind of honor code with each other, or right? Something. It's 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 I I just found it so interesting. Because again, you just you wouldn't see that in movies today. Like you know, if if people are trying to kill each other, as soon as they see each other, they're trying to kill each other again. <laughs> you know, but there's this there's like this unspoken word of uh, respect that they all have for each other. Like, no, we won't kill each other. We'll have our our you know our guys kill e- try to kill you and kill them, but we're not gonna dirty our hands like that. You know. Instead, let's talk it out. And again, they they discuss everything on a on a on a premise of business. You know, just instead of just trying to run people out of um, you know out of business or beat them competitively, it's just they're just going to try to kill each other instead. And that that's a that's also an option as opposed to just doing better at work. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know. And then you know, Vito gave his argument against drugs, which was kind of interesting. You know, why he didn't want to get into that business and stuff, and. That's yeah. another reason I like Vito. He, he was a, a likable guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. That make, does make me want to see Godfather too. just seeing like how dirty was this guy because he seems like <laughs> kind of likable in this one. Except for the horse thing. I don't, man, I don't know, man. I feel like he's, he's pulled the wool over your eyes. He, I think he's a bad dude. You just don't see it. Oh, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is, you know. What I guess just what we see is the threats, you know. We don't see him, you know, and maybe that's part of what a Godfather does. Maybe in Godfather Two, you know, Michael's more of a, you know, doesn't get his hands as dirty. He's sending his goons out more than he's doing the bad yeah. stuff. I mean, if you look at look at the, I'm um, I'm staring at the IMBD right now. Yeah. If you look at the title of the movie, there's a little hand with a little puppet string. Uh huh controller device yeah. and, and you know that's basically what he does <laughs> yeah controller I, I, you device. know what i'm pretty sure that's exactly what that thing's called a puppet string controller device. i don't want to get scientific on you guys but i'm pretty sure that that's what it's called <laughs> what is it called though i don't know you know puppet i guess string controller device you, you do see like michael you know get away from the like doing the killing himself by the end of the godfather at the baptism scene, right? He's going to the baptism, and he's doing that thing, but all of his goons are right. assassinating all the other oh, leaders man. in the game. I love that scene. In the most violent fashion oh, imaginable. Was, the guy with the glasses? So great. With the glasses, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, He gets shot in his eye, and then it's just like <laughs> fountain of blood pouring out of his eye socket. Uh, I don't know why I'm laughing at that. That was terrible. <laughs> That was a really well done scene, though, even though I hated it. Like, I hated that he was, like, making all these, like, vows and stuff. And then as he's doing this, like, all these yeah. terrible things are happening. Oh, but, like, man. the juxtaposition of that was really interesting and made for, like, a really compelling, just, like, um, powerful scene. See, I, the way, I, I don't know why, but every time or while I was watching that scene, I was like, man, this guy is just a genius. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's. He would never have to sur- go to prison for all those murders that literally he had done. Okay, are because- you secretly evil? <laughs> <laughs> He's not allowed at our house anymore. I, <laughs> I just, it's just, I, I just see, I, I think it's so interesting because he, no, you know, if the cops come to him, what he's walking out of a church holding a baby that he just had baptized. It's like, yeah. I didn't do anything. I was at this baptism. Yeah. You know, it's, he's clean. I don't yeah. know. I just, I, he's, it's, he's, br- he's a brilliant, evil genius. Yeah. It's awesome. It is interesting, though. It makes me want to uh, read up on, like, the mafia history in America because it must have been so hard to, like, go after those guys because yeah. of that. Like, you can't really pinpoint it on anybody yeah yeah that's intense that was and speaking of intense just him 
Michael at the end is having the guy wired, dude. Oh, I hated the wires. Wired. Wires were the worst. <laughs> God, that guy got wired to death. <laughs> he did, man. <laughs> and then you got to see his feet like kicking, and I'm like, ah, yeah. I hate this. It's uh, yeah, so offensive. He totally yeah. deserved it, though, but. Yeah, the guy was a tool. It, it was a little bit offensive. Gosh, man. You. And the funny thing is, why the reason why I said at the top of the show that like you guys would be surprised that I didn't like the violence is because normally I'm like, yeah, violence. You know, like I play a lot of like violent video games and um, that Walking kind of Dead. stuff. Yeah, I like Walking Dead and that kind of stuff, but that's never as real yeah. as this. And yeah. just seeing a guy like suffocate like that is so hard to watch. Like when it's so prolonged, it's ugh. Ew. <laughs> What other noises express how you feel about it? Uh, the times so are good. My one of my favorite scenes was the very end of the movie, where his wife asks him if if he had anything to do with uh, those with all the murders. That I think that's what she asked him. If oh it, yeah. If it was true that he killed that chick's husband and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. No, yeah. That's right. And and she and he's just like, You're not allowed to ask me about my business, which is weird in the first place. And I don't I don't know any woman that would ever like just accept yeah, that. I answer tolerate as, that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> all right, I'll never ask you about what you do for work. That doesn't sound shady at all. <laughs> but but then he's just like, but this time I'll answer. And he just straight lies to her face oh. and says no. Yeah. I hated that so much. That was like what sealed the deal for me. Like I was like, yeah, he kind of had to kill those guys. Okay, whatever. That's so, that's but he lies to his wife and I was like, dude, no. I officially hate him. I officially hate this movie. That made me so sad. Oh, so funny because that sealed the deal for why I loved it so much. You're such a bad person. <laughs> no, I just like other people being terrible. That's all. I find it entertaining. But I just I love that part, and then she she kind of gets like this this like release of like oh okay good I believe you I, which I don't know why she did but she believes him yeah and then you see her walk out and then you see like the doors closing behind Michael as he's like sitting in that chair and she just kind of like looks back and just like you can tell that she she believed him at first but then she realizes like wait a minute and then like the doors just kind of like close just like too late. <laughs> Oh man, I just I thought that was great. It was a great ending to a great movie. It was awesome. <laughs> wow. Well, that was fun talking about that stuff. I was actually really looking forward to talking about it just because it was very hard for me to find out even how I felt about it, like during and after the movie. Um, so that was fun. That was cool to get everybody's opinions on it. Let's talk about our our weird questions that we always do. We we've prepared some weird questions to ask each other. And I may or may not have prepared a bonus question. Oh my gosh. To ask like you guys bonuses. spontaneously. So, yes. All right. My question is if Adam Sandler made a spinoff movie of The Godfather, what would it be called? And what's the plot? Mine is called, <laughs> this is so stupid, The God Baby Daddy. <laughs> and the tagline is he made them an offer they couldn't refuse <laughs> and it's I don't I didn't have a plot because I didn't know that was part of the deal but it's you know you can just imagine from watching Adam Sandler movies that it's you know he has lots of love children and uh, you know stuff escalates not escalates ensues mine was the good farter <laughs> Instead of having people killed or beaten, he just farts on them. Nice. That's totally what Sandler would do. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. I thought what's David Adam Spade's Sandler? in it and Kevin James. Yeah, exactly. There's goons. Kevin James. <laughs> yep. He's the goon that farts on everybody. That's right. Sandler doesn't muscle. do the farting. He pets yeah. his cat. He's cross-eyed in it the whole time. <laughs> what's that other guy's name that's always in his movies? Oh, the famous guy with the weird face? Steve Buscemi. That guy has to be in there. Yeah, he's definitely in there. And he really ends up being the only part of the movie that's enjoyable. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> it's typical for Adam Sandler movies. No offense, Adam Sandler. If you're listening, <laughs> thank you. Um, we'd Just love to have you on the show. You can up. find me on Twitter. Ask Tom. <laughs> <laughs> also, give us money. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my my movie was going to be called The Gross Mother, and it would be Adam Sandler dressed as an old grandmother oh. that tries to give that tries to give advice to all of her family, but they never want her advice, and it's always something inappropriate and gross and farting's involved, probably. <laughs> There's got to be farting within Adam Sandler. I can't really? even think of a movie that of his that has farting in it, but he's just the kind of guy. It just seems like. <laughs> He's he's just at that age, you know. <laughs> it's just gonna be farts. Maybe maybe every time he tries to give advice, he sings like the stupid song to him or something. Okay, if uh, you were coming to the Godfather on the day of his daughter's wedding and he was going to grant you a favor, what favor would you ask to be granted? Um, I would probably start up some type of business that's like really popular. And then ask the Godfather to run all my competitors out of town so that I would have the monopoly. Ooh. That's a good idea. Also, I'm evil. Also, you get yeah. those cool glasses and a cool Monopoly guy mustache. You throw money in the air. And have a top hat and a cane that I don't need. And a boot for some reason. <laughs> and a cannon. Why was there a cannon? I don't know. Uh, Jeez, Monopoly. What were you thinking? Get it together, Monopoly. <laughs> Start making some sense. So I was thinking, I had a really hard time. I was just like, okay, I got to ask the Godfather for a wish. It's like, there's so many options. And at first I was like, oh, money, power. And then I was like, wait a minute. The first thing to do is to wish for more wishes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) He's not a genie. (laughs) And if he was, that's against the rules. (laughs) It's against the rules for Aladdin's genie, dude. I'm the Godfather. That's a known against the rule rule. You know that. Imagine like going up to him and just being like, "Sir, I just want some other wishes." I would like to come back on three separate occasions and tell you what I want. Then you would wake up with your favorite animal's head in your bed. Good thing we don't have pets. I that's that's the worst part. You guys better get a pet pronto. You don't want to find out what's going to be in your. It's going to be my PlayStation. <laughs> right. Hey, do you guys get it now, you jerks? <laughs> Stupidest joke ever. This is gonna reveal how lame my life is. But the first thing I thought of is something to do with convincing my children to clean the house. Um, and then I thought about how he would do that, and I was felt like a bad mom. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna say you're way worse than me. Just chop off. No, the, you're worse than Stephen. Worse than Michael. Chop off. You're his casting Godfather head. power on your own kids. That's awful. <laughs> Seriously. But I was thinking of what do I need done? You know, what do I really need done? Who needs to be convinced? And that's what I thought. Like my kids, they need to. They just need to have the fear of the godfather instilled in them so that they'll they won't ever question me again just give todd like a pencil mustache and an overbite (laughs) and have him talk to the kids stuff (laughs) cotton balls in your mouth (laughs) do you know that's what he actually did really yeah well he had a mouthpiece but when he went in for the audition he stuffed cotton balls in the side of his cheeks Uh, oh wow Fun facts. There's something about the way he talked that was really awesome. So cool. There was, yeah. And again, I knew how he was going to talk because I've seen parodies of him, but like, yeah. I didn't realize how hard he would be to understand. Because <laughs> in the parodies, I could understand them, but in the movie, it was like, dude, I, this guy needs subtitles. Yeah, dude. Well, you have to understand him. He's not the type of guy you have to ask that you would want to ask to repeat himself. <laughs> what? Like, what? What'd you say? You're going to do the favor or not? I got to go. <laughs> also, he's like is- at your house with a gun to your head. And he's like, <laughs> like, like, what do you want, crazy old guy? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> Dude, I'm not on your lawn. This is my lawn. 
Uh, okay, my question. Yeah, remember we were talking about questions like an That's hour right. ago? <laughs> <laughs> so, in the movie, they have that uh, that singer guy that wanted to be in the movie. And and one of the things that Godfather did is he he got him the role in that movie with the horse in the head and stuff like that. So, and it made me think, you know, I wonder if the mafias had an influence on film and actors and and gotten actors jobs that they wouldn't otherwise have. So my question with that in mind is, you know, what film or actor could have been casted by the mafia? Casted? Cast. What I don't care. Okay? <laughs> you should. That was terrible. I'm not an English teacher. <laughs> And neither are you two nerds. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get flack for this one, too. Well, only if there's chicks listening, probably. But uh, something I can't stand, and every time I watch it, I think, how in the holy crap is this a show? And it is Gilmore Girls. Cannot okay, stand never seen that it. show. And I'm sorry to all my friends, but I also think that the people who watch that show have been influenced by the mafia because that is There's a no other explanation. terrible show. Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> Just go home and watch an episode. Oh, you're already home. <laughs> Turn on your TV and watch five minutes of an episode. You'll see what I'm talking about. No. I don't know if I want to know what that show. I don't even know what that show's about at all. It's I'll just just, I'll just imagine two chicks talking to each other about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awful. <coughs> Sorry, friends who like it. I don't like it. Um, mine was actually well. You said like you said like actors too, right? Yeah, yeah. Could have been an actor or whatever. What film okay. or actor could have been cast? All right, I picked Tim Allen. Oh my gosh! So offensive. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I'm not. I don't really don't think he's funny. But well, I mean, it's not that. It's not that he's. Well, that's part of it. I mean, he's not like the. He's not the best actor, but he's not terrible. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good at being mediocre. Right. Really. But he good. was also in prison. <laughs> Wait, he was in prison? Yeah. I didn't know that. You didn't know that he was in prison for like drug trafficking. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, so it's totally realistic, too. <laughs> yeah, so I'm guessing he got out of prison, and he's like, you know, he got favors from the mafia for doing favors for the mafia while in prison. <laughs> so now he's an actor, living the dream. <laughs> Barely working. <laughs> Barely trying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like we're offending all of our fan base. Yeah. All of Nobody our likes Tim bases. Allen that much. Come on. Yeah, Tim Allen was a pretty good one. At least you didn't say Jimmy Fallon. That would have been like... Oh, no one would ever listen to our show. Yeah, nobody would. Now you make me want to say Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) Oh my gosh, no. (laughs) But then you think... I I, I like that guy, though. I mean... I do, too. I don't... don't, He doesn't make me laugh, but he makes me think, I would hang out with him. smile. I would hang out with him. He bugs me. That's fair enough, man. That doesn't bother me. Okay. So my pick was Hayden Christensen in The Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. No, in The Phantom Menace, in the movie that he's in. Any movie that he was in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's particularly actually Star Wars. Thought. Yeah. Actually, most particularly <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. The mafia was like, no, no, you're changing it. And he's like, dude, but... <laughs> But but it was made like 30 years ago. No, (laughs) you're changing it. You're changing it. And you're putting Jabba the Hutt and he's going to walk around. You're going to have that dancing scene that's really dumb. (laughs) Oh, that's so true. The mafia's probably got a hold of George Lucas. Now I feel bad for George Lucas. I thought he was just a jerk. (laughs) Turns out it was the mafia. Yeah. Yeah, my my other one was Jar Jar Binks. That they're like, look, no, you're gonna put Jar Jar in this movie. Okay, we like Jar Jar. Created this character, and you're putting him in this movie. (laughs) He sells drugs for us. Okay, put him in the movie. (laughs) Oh, I love this. It's so true. It's the only explanation. That totally explains it. Yeah, I basically figured it out. You did. You better watch out, man. You might get shot. I uh, know. Look, Mafia, I'm a reasonable guy. Just Make me, hit me up for first. I can't refuse. Yeah, hit me up first. Uh, ask Todd on Twitter. Um, <laughs> offer to be one of our sponsors. Um, yeah, we, we have room. You know, there's time in the you show. They can be on the can, show. They can yeah. be on the show. This episode was brought to you by the Mafia. <laughs> That's why it's so terrible. If you want to sell your soul to get stuff... <laughs>
Go to www.mafia.com. Yeah, send an email to spag- spaghetti fettuccine. Oh my god! Oh my god! No, I'm seriously afraid because I was reading like you know the fun facts about the movie, and they got threats from the mafia while they were making the movie, and I had it in my brain that the mafia was like gone by like the 40s or 50s. But, like, this movie was made in 72, and while they were making it, they had threats from the mafia and, like, people stalking them and stuff. That's crazy. So, I'm like, they could still be around. They could be listening and trying to kill us and stuff. Yeah, they probably have better things to do than listen to our show. I don't know. They really didn't want The Godfather to be made. So, maybe they don't want The Godfather episode of Try Try Again to be made. Yeah, they're constantly searching for The Godfather stuff. Don't you think they could have anticipated that more than, like, 20 people were going to watch the Godfather movie? What? Never mind. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bonus question. What if they made a Godfather ride? Uh, okay, I'll go first. I don't first, know have to go this question. No, <laughs> because I thought of it. I was trying to pitch Steven uh, a question to pick. And I was like, dude, Godfather ride. We just talked about a Godfather ride in a previous episode. But still, you should do it, you know, because a Godfather ride is so funny. And then he picked his Adam Sandler one. And I was like, dude, Godfather ride. And he's like, no, Sandler. (laughs) I was like, fine. (laughs) So I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) So mine is... So Godfather, making us do stuff we don't want to do. Exactly. Mine is Mr. It's like Mr. Toad's wild ride. uh, And you sit in it in your little car and you go and... And instead of seeing the the judge that's also the devil, you know, you see uh, a bunch of Italian guys just standing there. Sometimes they're eating. Sometimes they're beating <laughs> the holy crap out of some guy you don't know who he is. And that's then at the stupid. end of the ride, when you're just about to get off, a guy comes out from the back seat and chokes you with a wire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. As they're exiting the ride, there's just like a pile of carcasses on the left. <laughs> Well, you don't exit, though, because, you know, because you're one of the carcasses. That's right. And you guys got it. Steven, I know you got an idea for a ride. You should at least just say what you told me the Uh, other day. I don't even remember what I told you. (laughs) You said it was like a small world, but people are just like talking in fedoras. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say that. You did. It was hilarious. It was awesome. That's why I wanted to go with it, because you had a good answer. (laughs) You said people are talking in fedoras. Oh, you man, said, I'm hilarious. Dude, you said you said it'd be like it's a small world and you just see like people like talking in groups and they're like mumbling to each other and they're wearing fedoras. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the whole ride. Also, the ride's three hours long. Yeah, it's three hours of just watching people talk to each other. And then when you get off, you don't understand it, so you just convince yourself it was really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, you're a genius. That was awesome. Jess, do you have any idea for a Godfather ride? No, I don't have an idea. I oh, just imagine ew. like going through sheets, like you're in a boat, you go through sheets, the sheets become bloody, and then there's horse heads like floating <laughs> in the air. Just raining horse heads. <laughs> That's all I got. Or another one, you're like driving in a car and just like 70 guys just shoot at you for an hour. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, <laughs> See, it was a good question. I guess so. It yeah. <laughs> kind of didn't make the cut, but it kind of also oh, guys did. in fedoras. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you don't remember saying that, dude. It was hilarious. I seriously don't remember saying. That. I, I, I like remember where I was standing when I was talking to you, and you said that. <laughs> I loved it, man. Anyway, it was good. So next week we're gonna watch my choice, Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Uh, it's new for me. It's new for Jess. Steven says he hasn't watched it in what? What did you say? Five years? Yeah, I don't remember. I've seen it, but it's been a long time. Okay. Cool. Okay. So I look at Kill Bill. I see the cover. There's Uma Thurman in a jumpsuit and a samurai sword. And I've already given it an 11 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's a hot chick. She's got a sword. She's going to probably cut people's heads off. I'm excited about it. Beyond excited. So, and, and plus, every time I bring it up, Steven's like, yeah, it's exactly the kind of movie you're going to like. So. <laughs> I'm, uh, a little, I'm nervous about it because it's Quentin, 
Quentin Tarantino, and he's famous for being a freaking weirdo, right? So Yeah, but that's why he's awesome at the same time. Yeah. I actually still want to watch Pulp Fiction at some point, but like we tried to watch like even an edited version. We're like, this is like too much. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, but I, I still at some point I want to watch it, and I, I would like to do an episode on it, but that's probably a very long ways away. So don't get your hopes up, Pulp Fiction fans. I've decided that the next time it's my turn to pick, I'm going to surprise you guys, and I'm not going to tell you until the show. Yeah, we're we're supposed to do that. Oh, really? We've been faking it this whole time? No. I wanted to start doing it. Um, I think we did that with last week when you announced Godfather. Yeah, but you kind of knew. Like, Godfather yeah, was on my you list. you told me, so. Yeah, yes. that's true. Wasn't but, um, yeah, let's surprise each other. I think Jess might already picked and told me. But, yeah, let's try to surprise each other. Um, Kill Bill, though, I was very vocal about it. I'm super excited for it. So, anyway, that's it for this episode. Um, but I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. They are one of our sponsors, and they are awesome. They want to give you a free audiobook. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash try, try again. You get a free book. It's yours to keep forever. You want a recommendation? I got one. I recommend Ender's Game. Boom. Science fiction. <laughs> Boom. Little kid who's really smart. Boom! Space Don't say Wars. Boom again. <laughs> <laughs> it felt right while I was saying it, but I can see where <laughs> you might not appreciate it. Anyway, Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. It's weird and it's awesome, and there's weird politics in it too. Space politics. <laughs> there we go. Um, so yeah, AudibleTrial.com/slash try try again. You get a free book that's yours to keep forever. And you support the show at the same time. Everybody wins, even Audible somehow. Uh, so, yeah, if you have any suggestions for the show, hit me up on Twitter at Ask Todd. You want to say stuff, you want to ask me questions, that kind of stuff. Yeah, Twitter, Ask Todd. If you like our podcast, drop us a review in iTunes. We like reviews. We especially like five-star reviews. And if you give us a five-star review, we will read your review on the show no matter how Ridiculous it is, <laughs> including this review by Can Swim 27 I love the question you guys ask each other, and that Steven guy sounds dreamy. Wow. wow. She sounds intelligent slash beautiful. <laughs> I wonder who that is. When I, I first know. read that review, I was like, oh, why? What? I figured it out. No offense, wow. Steven. Really smart. <laughs> Did you have a magnifying glass while you were doing that? <laughs> what? I don't know, because... People solve mysteries with a magnifying glass? Oh. What is this, 1840? <laughs> yeah! You know, <laughs> come on. Sherlock, probably. The next review is The Pizza Rolls of Podcast. That's the title. This is by Aaron L.M. Goodwin. Okay, this is actually a guy's name, and I confess that I know this guy. This guy actually is another podcaster, host of the show Three Guys, Three Questions. So look that show up. Uh, it's a good show. He has a lot more experience than I do, and he really helped me out a lot um, in doing this show. So thanks, Aaron. Uh, your review says, I like this podcast. It's a bite-sized, tasty treat filled with pepperoni and cheese. I think they're really going places, even if their theme song is a blatant repurposing of Surf City by the Beach Boys. Wink emoticon. <laughs> um, <laughs> my feelings are a little bit hurt, okay, about the ripoff of Surf City, but I confess uh, yeah. <laughs> is it, did you did you write the the song? That the song is written by Mac McEnroe. Oh, um, okay. Who may or may not have reviewed the show and I may or may not have read it last week. Uh <laughs> the final review that we have this week to read is from is called Glue Sniffer from Chase Norton, okay? This is his name. I can't pretend like I don't know him. I know him. He's a good friend of mine. <laughs> Your friends suck at making up names. Uh, yeah, come, we on, suck. come on, Chase, man. Pretend like you don't know us. That's the number one rule of writing reviews. Even well, we made the same mistake, but yeah, it's true. Um, no, actually, Chase doesn't pretend like uh, he does. He knows us. He doesn't act like he knows us. His just username is Chase Norton. That's it. Uh, as the great Chris Farley would say, how do you how do you know that the guarantee fairy isn't a crazy glue sniffer? Although I can 51% guarantee there is no such thing as a guarantee fairy, I can 100% guarantee that this podcast will make you laugh. 
At times, it seems like Todd is the crazy glue sniffer with his random remarks, but they are always funny. Thanks, Chase. Especially because he laughs just as hard as you at his own jokes. Okay? It's a problem. I've been working on it my whole life, man. I got the same problem. (laughs) Jess is great and sweet as always. Steven seems very quick-witted and hilarious. So what I'm saying is that the 30 to 45 minute it takes to listen to this podcast is not a waste of time, especially we can multitask and poop while listening to it. And what a poop it is. <laughs> is that it also <laughs> in the It review? takes that long. No, no. No, I added that on. <laughs> it was 30 to 45 minutes. I was like, man, that's, 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 a, good. that's a long time. Yep. Anyway, uh, that's it for the show. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, We're very grateful that you guys support and listen to the show each week. And we will see you next week. 